Hello everyone, welcome once again to our devotional. We're still discussing the voices and the choices and we're in part three and this is day eight and day eight we're focused on the choice of speaking life-giving words. Um, we're going to quickly read some scriptures and then we will <clears throat> read the body of the devotional. So Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 20 says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. If you listen to that scripture, you know, it reminds you of the scripture that says life and death and the power of the tongue. He that knows how to use it is going to benefit from it or is going to reap the fruit thereof. So a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. At this point, I will say, take note of, you know, that scripture. Whenever the Bible says by the mouth of two or more witnesses, you know, a matter is is concretized you know you firm up a matter so when the bible keeps repeating the same thing more than once you should take cognizance of the fact that that is something you should note it you know you find that a spiritual pattern has been identified a spiritual law matthew 15 11 says not what goes into the mouth defiles a man but what comes out of the mouth this defiles a man what proceeds out of the mouth is what defiles a man. So food does not have capacity to defile you. But what proceeds out of you and what proceeds out of people? Words. You know, that's what can defile you. Second Corinthians chapter 10 in verse 5. It says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So take note of this because, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, the issues of life proceeds from what is existing in the heart of a person. And that's why it says you should cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Why? Because the only things that should exist in the heart are the things that exalt the knowledge of God, not the ones that move against the knowledge of God. You know, the Bible makes it clearly says that the just shall live by faith. So the capital that God gave to mankind with which to live is faith. So anything that can destabilize the structure of your faith, that thing is an argument, a knowledge, a perspective, an ideology, an information that is working in negation to the knowledge of God. I need to bring that thing into captivity to the obedience of Christ so that the information in your heart that is conditioning your heart will be the right one. Colossians chapter 3 from verse 2 to 5. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members, which are on the earth, 
what which you know what members your flesh you know this is me talking now he says therefore put to death your members which are on the earth so i want to use the opportunity to explain what the members are your members on the earth is your flesh that part of you that is in contact with you know the the external much more than in contact with the so it says put to death your members who are on the earth and see the outputs of the, the what your flesh can do fornication uncleanness passion evil Evil desire, covetousness, which is what? Idolatry. And the Bible says that, you know, there shall be no idol before us. There shall be no idol in competition, you know, between our heart and God. There shall be no other God before you. So put to death whatever from the flesh can create, whatever from the flesh can influence your, your human spirit, you know, can participate or participate or interpret what is produced from your life you know that thing becomes idolatry so even though the scripture here gave us a few inform a few things as it it might just a few there are so many of them from greed to materialism to self-worship you know all kinds of stuff that's going on today the relativity of sin the relativity of truth you know the marketing of the evil all kinds of things that people are getting into these days and thinking they are right or they are normal Anything that is inconsistent with the word of God is abnormal. Romans chapter 8, <clears throat> verse 5 to 6, it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. So every time you set your mind carnally, it can only produce death. Without, you know, without me, the Bible says you can do nothing. This is Jesus speaking, you know. And this is in the book of John. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, then you will produce fruit and that fruit will remain. But if you abide outside me, if you will not abide in me, you're going to only reap what corruption. So uh, if you leave carnally minded, it can only produce death. These are spiritual principles. You cannot change them. They are standing principles. You cannot, righteousness, Christianity, salvation cannot run outside the Spirit of God. It cannot run outside that being in alignment with the Spirit of God. It cannot run outside practicing mortification of the flesh. You must, we must live in consistent mortification of the flesh. Anytime we stop doing the same things that kept us, you know, in tandem with God, we, we begin to lose sight of our spirituality. We begin to fall towards the flesh. You know, the carnality begins to take over our minds and the outcome, of course, is going to be corruption. It cannot give us. So you notice anytime you stop praying, anytime you stop studying the world, anytime you stop managing yourself intentionally, you notice that your weaknesses start coming up. Why? Because the flesh is on, can only be put under sub, subjection by the laws of the spirit. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28. It says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. So remember, you know, words are spiritual, words are powerful. You know, words are living. They are living entities. They are not just things you use. Words are not empty. They have life. You know, they have life. Science has even proved it that words are living. So it says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification that it may impact grace to the hearers. So when you say something that is not edifying, it does not impact grace to the hearers. It can only impact something negative. It can impact fear. It can impact just about any other thing, but definitely not grace. 
So to the body of the devotional, the choice of speaking life, life-giving words. He says, your thoughts are powerful. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23 verse 7. Your words are powerful. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18 verse 21. So our thoughts and our words determine the direction of our life. Take note of that. Our thoughts, the things we have allowed to come and sit in the, you know, in the, in the epicenter of our heart. Our thoughts... You know, out of the Bible says that out of the heart proceeds, you know, proceeds the the mouth produces, you know, from the from the abundance of what is in the heart, the mouth speaks. So, uh, the content of the heart determines what the mouth is saying, and those two in marriage determine the direction of our life. So it says our thoughts and our words determine the direction of our heart. So I say to people, and I say to myself one thing in yourself you must protect because that is the that the bedrock of every other thing is your heart we must learn to protect our heart it says realizing this was another realizing this was another game changer for the direction of my life this is the writer of this devotional speaking he says at life church pastor craig grochild states that our life is always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts thoughts lead to beliefs which leads to actions, which leads to habits, which leads to character, which leads to destiny, which leads to legacy. This is even in the direction of becoming. In the direction of manifestations, I'm the one speaking now. You know, thoughts, thoughts lead to belief. And those beliefs incubate, they lead to actions both in the realm of the spirit and in the physical. And they convert to manifestations, I'm saying. So, it, the actions do not only lead to your becoming, it also leads to your receiving. Your, sorry, thoughts. It does not only lead to who you become, it also leads to what you receive. You know, the manifestations you see in your life. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As you think in your heart, so are you. Because what you're thinking is what you're creating. What you're thinking is what your mouth will be speaking. What you're thinking is what your spirit will be incubating. What you're thinking is what the realm of the spirit will pick up. What you're thinking is what the realm of the spirit will produce. Whether it is positive or negative. Remember Job, he said that the thing I feared the most has happened, you know, has come upon me. It is what Job kept incubating and processing. The realm of the spirit picked up. Satan took it up as a tool against him, negotiated out permission to deal with Job. So it says, remember, in the plan, Voices and Choices in Part 1, we discuss the battlefield going on each day. It starts in our mind and often shows up in our words and our actions. This leads to life and death in our behavior and living. The scripture tells us to fix our thoughts on God's truth and on that which is praiseworthy. If we change our thinking, it can change our life. There is proven research in the mind-brain connection. We must pay close attention to the thoughts we allow into our minds as they feed the internal voice and the self-talk we hear. Simply put, simply put, trash, okay, so simply put, trash in, trash out. Very simply put, but so very true. You know, garbage in, garbage out. We must intentionally take renegade thoughts captive. These are, you know, foul negative thoughts. We must take them captive. We must train discipline and set our minds to receive the life-giving truths found in the scripture and put to death 
Whatever thoughts do not edify and build up. We need to unlock the lies and deception in our thinking. We must keep speaking life-giving truths daily, both to ourselves, to our environment, to everything around us, to people. I challenge you to identify renegade toxic thoughts and replace them with life-giving scriptural antidotes. Then memorize these truths, scriptures, and speak them to yourself daily. You need to hear yourself speak truth to yourself. Say them aloud daily. Write them down. Speak them out. Confess them with your mouth. Confess them with your mouth. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, you'll be saved. Speak them out with your mouth. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Make them a habit and a discipline. And this will change the course of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we pray this morning asking you, Lord, that you open our eyes and lead us to your life-giving truths to replace negative, you know, life-sucking thoughts and lies that have plagued us for too long. Help us deal with the voice of the enemy and break his stronghold over our mind that we may fulfill your intention concerning us and that you, God, may be glorified. Have your way with